1: Hey guys, Tommy Vitor, uh, and today Elijah and I are excited to share some content that is usually only accessible if you're a Friends of the Pod subscriber. Friends of the Pod is our Crooked Media subscriber community. You get lots of great benefits like access to exclusive content, uh, like what you're about to hear. We get ads-free episodes of Pod Save America, much, much more. You get our Discord server, which is a really fun chat room. Uh, plus, by subscribing at the best friends level, you're not only enjoying premium content, but you're also helping fuel all the grassroots organizing we are doing through Vote Save America with your recurring donations. So thank you for that. Elijah, what do we got for the people today?
2: Today, we're going big with a best of episode pulled straight from our subscriber exclusive podcast, Terminally Online. Terminally Online is a weekly pod where Crooked hosts, staffers, producers get together to commiserate about being way too online as we make the shows here at Crooked Media. I'd also just say in the copy that you and I are excited to share this content I'd say John and John are excited too. They're just on vacation and aren't here to read this.
1: They're just so excited that they left the entire state. But look, the show is a ton of fun. Uh, We're on it all the time. Favre's on, love it's on. Uh, It's a rotating crew. People like Aaron Ryan, Alyssa Master Monaco, Dan Pfeiffer, Louis Vertel. We have a blast. It's the loosest show on the Crooked Network uh, and a little silly, but I think you'll enjoy it. Absolutely. At the end of every
2: episode, we rate each other based on how online our topics are. But this week, we need your help to finally settle the great Crooked Media debate. Who is the most online? You can weigh in by joining the Friends of the Pod Discord and vote for who you think is the most online, John, John, or Tommy. My money is on you, Tommy. That's what the copy says. My money's on Love It, actually.
1: Yeah, my money's on Love It too. He is <laughs> yeah. the only one who is, uh, well, listen and you'll find out. Uh, to join, go to crooked.com slash friends. And here's the episode.
0: As you all know, the children of uh, famous political families have been uh, causing all sorts of controversy recently. Mm. Uh, we have talked a lot about RFK Jr.'s uh, truly nutty views on vaccines and a host of other issues.
2: Yes. I'm so excited you're doing this. There
0: is a, a pretty wild take <laughs> from yeah. another Kennedy that went viral. The Rolling Stone headline about this is... A Kennedy himbo's viral rant is making Nepo babies look good. Uh, Here's President Kennedy's grandson and Caroline Kennedy's son, Jack Schlossberg, talking about restaurants.
3: And we have to wait there to eat something that we don't get to choose, really. We only have a couple choices, and you don't know what any of them are going to taste like or what's good. And we'll go eat there, and it'll be covered in sugar, and we're going to have to fucking talk to some guy about what we want to (laughs) eat. and then we're gonna need a couple more minutes to look at the menu. <laughs> to read the menu. We have to read something in order to get the food first. <laughs> you have to read to get your food. Why? why? You don't actually need to do that and that's why I'm never ever going to a restaurant. It I can g- make you feel angry. That it ruins your whole life. You spend hours and hours eating at restaurants when you could spend a minute and a half eating something that is good for you. And then what would you do? And then you can go fucking lie down, you can go walk around, you could listen to music, you could get work done, you could hang out with your friends. No, but their friends could want to have dinner with you or lunch. Not they everyone care. likes dinner. They it's don't the, yeah. A lot <laughs> of people most people in the world don't spend their life eating dinner.
0: <laughs> Who's recording that? Do we know? Doesn't it sound like Caroline Kennedy? Yeah. Oh, God. It sounds like her voice. Cannot oh, confirm God. that, but it does sound like her. You know what? A uh, few million views for that. What do you guys think about restaurants? Are they bad? Are menus bad? Is reading menus taxing?
4: I think people born as Kennedys with that bone structure shouldn't be allowed to share opinions. <laughs> no opinions for you. A lot Shut of people. Were, you haven't people, gotten enough negative feedback in your life.
0: Well, a lot of people have been forgiving that uh, viral rant. Because he's
4: so handsome. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. Story of his goddamn life. Uh, yeah,
5: absolutely. This yeah. is an attractive person's rant about the injustice of having to read, which I do. If you are handsome, I do agree you shouldn't have to. Our standards of what constitutes a himbo. I'm sorry. I need jacked, shirtless, drooling, like drooling, just just a just a rich. Younger man, it does not a himbo make. I'm sorry, to call, he doesn't deserve the title of himbo, is my first response. I'm that. sorry,
4: his story is that you could, what, why go to a restaurant where you could eat something healthy from th- in 90 seconds? What kind of life is that? <laughs> Just eating vegetables over the sink? Shut up, <laughs> go back to Kenny Bunkport and leave us the fuck alone.
0: It's also, it's like it'll be covered in sugar, it doesn't have to be covered in sugar. You can,
1: go, can yeah, go to any kind, kind of restaurant,
4: ask for, say you don't want the miso glaze, you rich. Fuck. Yeah. Some,
0: I think he has some confusion about the restaurants he's been to, like we only have a couple choices. Like, have you been to the fucking cheesecake factory? Plenty right. of choices there. Of the choices. menu is cheesecake. about a hundred yeah, pages, and and we have to read something in order to get the food first. Have you been to Denny's? Have you seen picture menus? I
5: am yeah. On his shabu, side. Yeah, shabu shabu,
4: healthy vegetables,
0: pictures on the menu. Check out any a lot of picture menus. But does he know about shabu shabu?
5: In his defense, he did. Oh when God. asked what else could, would you be doing but going to a restaurant, he, his first example was go lie down. <laughs> and that is what I would like uh, to do. So I'm like, I, he's not
0: wrong. He does that.
5: make some points.
0: <laughs> the Variety piece on this uh, said that there were
4: echoes of Camelot. I'll throw this fucking Diet Coke across the room. <laughs> echoes of
0: Camelot?
3: Yeah. What Jesus way? Christ. It, it, it oh.
0: somehow grouped Jack's thing with RFK Jr.'s mm. views. Because it was like a new generation. It of... It does king. seem conspiratorial. Yeah, it, yeah, they do. It's conspiratorial, and it may be a, a more benign. Conspiratorial, yeah, I'd say it, it
4: is. Starts. I'd say it is more benign. Is how it A little bit though. more. Yeah, if people don't go to restaurants, kids don't
1: die of measles. <laughs> Give him time. Forty years of that, he's gonna be pumping iron Oh your yeah, and he's, and starting, he's...
5: he's starting. strong for insanity. Yeah. thirty years from now, he's absolutely he's like, going to be president. Totally.
0: Yeah. yeah. Anyway, when
5: we're all fighting in the Thunderdome, he, st- he waves yeah. at us.
0: Good one. Yeah, it makes you think. It makes you think about. He's just asking questions about restaurants. Yeah, just, asking questions. just asking questions. I get it. I get it.
2: I'm so glad you did this topic.
0: I enjoy a restaurant. I like eating at them. I like enjoying the company of other people who are at the restaurant. I would say it's one mm-hmm. of actually
1: the great pleasures in my life.
0: Yeah. It's, I don't know what else. I don't know what else I would be out. doing. I if don't I didn't. do much else.
4: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If and
0: I the, cross that off my list.
4: I'll tell you, you know what's a joy, too? Hey, you want to meet for dinner at 6 p.m.? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Sign me mm-hmm. up.
0: Oh, I mean, I... I I now I have a, a toddler. I eat dinner at like five p.m. Yeah, I was... I get home from this office. I need food immediately.
4: I almost said best thing
1: about having a baby, but not the best thing. But one great thing about having a baby is you can make a five p.m. reservation
0: and no one bats an eye at it. Yeah, she's just Emily and I go to bed, uh, and uh, it's still light out these days. The solstice. Oh my goodness, it's solstice. It's the solstice. Eat, eat dinner at five thirty. You're in bed by seven thirty. Like heaven. I'll be absolutely honest.
5: Easier to get a reservation too. Yeah.
4: Yep. Then, then, then it's 4:30 a.m. They are up early. On the, I'm oh, shocked when I wake up wild. on the east coast and they're already it's wild. Up. It's not by choice. It's no, wild. No, yeah, I wish
0: I could sleep later.
1: My early boys are fields. up.
4: My boys are up. My boys are early risers. <laughs> 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 <They're> early <on. laughs> six
1: a.m. is the new
0: noon. Noon. Uh, six a.m. would be so sweet it's to so sleep cool. To, sleep to. to, sleep oh, to love that. Anyway, you're anyway. you're a three. Okay.
2: Cool. Three. Three. Yeah, I saw that. I'm really glad you brought it. Too. I'm
0: glad. Yeah. someone... No, did. I figured some people would see it, but um, I, I wanted to talk about it. Okay.
1: You guys are going to hate, hate mine. So I regret to inform you that Republicans are rapping and they're doing it a lot. There's a lot of rapping. I going saw on.
5: this. Oh my God.
2: <laughs>
1: Here's the first of three awful clips that you're going to have to sit through
2: It's Vivek like cake. I'm not fake and I swim in a lake of truth. That's me, Vivek. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's uh Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy uh aka Devake uh he <laughs> is freestyling there on <laughs> Michael Smirkovich's oh, show <laughs> Yeah <laughs>
5: I, was just, I just realized that there are
1: two Everyone people in, in room this room like, covering uh, their
5: uh, eyes with their hands. It was- <laughs> so
1: he, he's the author of the books like Woke Inc., which attacks social justice movements. Uh, not at all surprisingly, he now sells anti-woke investment products. So for a pretty big fee, you can buy into his ETFs and other investment products to, I guess, show how much you hate people like us. Uh, he's also running for president and hacked the system to get all this PR. But guys, unfortunately, this is not the first time he rapped. Uh, Vivek was a libertarian rapper as an undergrad at Harvard. Here's another clip from the good old days. If you had oh my God. One, show now, oh my God. one
3: opportunity. You better lose yourself in the music, the moment you own it, you better finish.
1: Stop it, stop it, stop it before we lose all the subscribers. Uh, Yes, he's covering Lose Yourself. Someone who's tried to karaoke an Eminem song, don't ever try it. It's impossible. He talks faster than you. He competed in the Harvard open mic nights. I think that one was a competition to open for Busta Rhymes. So some really early odds throwbacks here. Busta
5: Rhymes, an incredibly talented <laughs> yeah, rapper. Really good
1: rapper. Oh my god! Uh, the The Harvard Crimson wrote, "Vivek uh, only emerges when Ramaswamy is outfitted entirely in black, complete with a black Kango hat." Vivek told Politico, "quote I saw myself honestly making it big through American capitalism, and that's why Eminem's story spoke to me." I wonder if the part of the story where rapacious capitalists gunned <laughs> Detroit, spoke to him as well, but, you know, whatever. Uh, he wants to raise the voting age to 25, which seems very uh, hip-hop to me. So, <laughs> guys, <Yo. laughs> bad news for you. Kids don't get a say. Yo. It, it gets worse. I'm sad to say there's an entire genre of MAGA rappers. Uh, here's a clip. From a Vice story that dug deep into this, they spent about forty-five minutes with MAGA rappers.
5: Finish the sentence for me. MAGA
3: rap is. Oh my Freedom, god.
5: Faith. Family. Guns. Trump.
3: Gun toting. Bible reading. God believing. Truth. We've made a brand new culture. MAGA season.
5: They call us MAGA rappers. My fans and my people are just Trump crazy.
3: I am MAGA. Like you can't get more MAGA than me. <laughs> what them Patriots what them Patriots <laughs> Oh my say.
5: god. Trump's a boss. I'm a boss. Trump's got the hate. I got the hate. Trump had the girls. I got the girls. Trump's got the money. I'm getting the money.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. So the guy with the face, the hands on the face have gotten worse. The guy with the face tattoos named Forgiato Blow, a.k.a. Kurt. His name is Kurt James. A.k.a.
5: Kurt. Uh, Oh, because there already was a Curtis Blow. Can't be Curtis Blow too and suck that much.
1: There's another rapper in that clip called Stony Dude Bro. Um, There's a whole industry of these guys who just like make songs like very quickly. Uh, And what they're really good at is torturing people with um, songs about the news cycle. So I'm going to spare you the clip of Roger Stone dancing to Forgiato Blows hip hop because that's just like not nice. But uh, this is the rabbit hole I went down, in part thanks to another thing I've been working on. Yeah, it's a dark, dark place, and there's a lot of MAGA rap, and they make a lot of money.
5: (laughs) What do they call the people that listen to them? Are they the the (laughs) earplugalos? Maggots? Maggots.
1: Maggots. I I, I just – and they're all from, like, Tampa. They all live in clear water.
5: It's very much,
1: like, giving that, like – English literature teacher who's like, you know, Shakespeare is a lot like rap music.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is—it's there's nothing more hip hop, right, than reinforcing existing social structures. Absolutely, that is what rap and punk really are all about. For sure. we, yes, want, we want, we want stuff to say exactly the same and actually be even more established. Right. Mm-hmm. That's like the rich should have more money because that it should be. It should be even more rigid.
1: Yeah, the original blues artists feared change. That was their <laughs> issue. That's what they were. Mm-hmm.
5: Yep, they were yep. yeah. About. They played right on the beat every time. No improvisation. Oops. All of those notes are written Clap down. It on. One and three. Yeah, <laughs> that's all what they did. Those notes did. are written down. Tommy, that's a five. Yeah. It's a hard five. Hard, hard five. It's oh, a hard man. five. Damn. You watched a lot of MAGA rap.
4: So much. Over the weekend, I uh, saw a little indie film made for a song called Indiana Jones <laughs> and the Dial of Destiny. Oh. Uh <laughs> How was it? It's great. Okay. Oh, okay. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny is great. Awesome.
5: The movies are back.
4: That's what I thought. I'm sitting there. I'm watching trailers. I'm watching trailers for Oppenheimer. I'm watching trailers for, there's Dune. There's Dead Reckoning. There's a bunch of movies I'm looking forward to. And I'm sitting there thinking of the 2023 the movies are back. And then someone says, no, actually, Dial of Destiny is, is, people think it's bombing. It's doing really poorly. It was really expensive to make it. It's not doing well. What the fuck? It's great. So then I start digging. Turns out they got cocky. They brought it to the Cannes Film Festival, and it only got a five-minute standing ovation. Oh, that's oh, bad. Oh, wow. Which is apparently that's right? in the great inflation oh. era no, of really? Cannes. You've got to
1: watch some Cannes standing o's, my friend. It's five minutes is madness. nothing. Five minutes is Who's nothing. Been watching five? Who's been watching? 23 minutes for some best supporting actor.
4: 23 minutes, like, yeah. Madness. For, it's like they're watching like the Grand Guignol.
5: Oh, hell yeah. Play is good though. is
4: I don't know. Eyeball, eyeballs and hands and put oh, me to I, sleep. But i five minutes
5: I'd be like, okay, let's wrap this up, everybody. But anyway,
4: but here's what happened. The people that liked it, the reviewers that liked it didn't rave and the reviewers that didn't like it were able to criticize it and pan it the same way because Crystal Skull was so bad. But this is why I wanted to talk about this because it's like people have been trained to expect bad shit from these studios for like, Crystal Skull, bad. A bunch of the DC movies, bad. Some of the latest Marvel movies have been mediocre. And so people are not going to the theaters as much. And what I wanted to talk about is the fact that Tom Cruise has Dead Reckoning coming out in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And there's two clips of what Tom Cruise is putting out there to get people ready for this movie.
5: The man at this point wants to die, is what I think. So, just
2: already before we started, he's in a suit, he's got goggles on. It's very intense. Action!
4: This oh is real. Tom Cruise rides a motorcycle no. off a
3: cliff in real life and then just uses a, a parachute. A six times today.
4: Six times today.
3: I mean, it does make
5: me want to see it. What is he doing? He's burning through motorcycles.
4: Fuck yeah, the parachute opens, Tom Cruise lives. And every look at the director with his hands over his fucking face. That was awesome. Yeah. The fuck? Then the next clip. This is only one stunt. He's 61 years old. 61 years young.
1: Three,
4: two, one. (laughs) So look at him. Two cameras, one in each hit.
0: Thomas Airborne, Thomas
1: Airborne. He jumps
4: off a cliff with a parachute. He trained to learn how to do this.
3: That is so dangerous. It's insane. Oh take flying after really take. Rocks. It looks quite beautiful. Behind the scenes, we were all in absolute terror. Landing, Tom had to be flying towards the So what's he vehicle. doing? Love it. Walk, Walk us to through Tom what he's to doing to right to now. He is
4: marking. flying with a parachute or through the air disaster. and flying into a pickup truck. To capture a perfect shot of him landing,
1: oh my it is truly God. a one-of-a-kind. That is
4: Here's why. terrifying. Imagine what the insurance wow. policy was not that. Tom Cruise, during the pandemic, there was this viral clip that went out of him on the set when they were shooting during the pandemic, basically screaming that someone had violated COVID protocol. And it got a bit, uh, I would say, uh, um, braggadocious mm. because mm-hmm. he said, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we are what stands between the end of movies and movies. we like, we what he are. clearly believes. And you know what? God fucking bless him. This guy knows what it takes to get people into the theaters. He would die for us. Bust Tom Cruise would die. die for a box office opening. He
5: will die for us eventually.
4: He's gonna save the movies. You're
0: gonna get, well, all, the, you're gonna get all the Scientology Thetan people after
1: you. Tonight. I'll yeah. tell you
4: something. If yeah,
5: Barbie's gonna save the movies, but okay. And
4: I'll say it, i say it once, I'll say it again. If Scientology makes you that awesome, sign me the fuck up. Oh no, please Yashar's don't. coming God, for you. It's
2: already hard <laughs> enough, please don't. This is gonna be a great arc for you, John.
4: What is it, zinc and some mediocre therapy? Yeah, I'll and do he it. can't be
5: gay <laughs> anymore.
4: Yeah, I guess. You it's, just I get guess, it started. I guess I guess he have to choose between parachutes or kissing a boy.
5: <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. That sounds honestly, fun, that's but cool. also your legs <laughs> would shatter. You you think you're doing that? Yeah, think I
4: think I am doing we're that. But see your
5: body plummet the all second you step is, off a cliff.
4: All I'm saying is Tom Cruise would die for us. <laughs> yeah. I can't and like that's that's the movies are back. Thank the movies you. Are bad, baby. Oh, cool. I don't know. I don't know if that makes me online or not. I'll I don't that. care.
5: I don't know. That's a good question.
4: Is he going clear or Going queer, folks.
1: Find oh, out. okay, okay. Ooh, terminally bum, bum, yeah. bump, bump. That's good.
0: Ba-da. That's like a fun thing. Like over
5: the summer, like are you going to join Scientology or are you going to keep being gay? And at the end you decide. <laughs> yeah. Like for August. I can go either way. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: Drop some Easter eggs.
5: Uh, <laughs> yeah, mix it up.
2: <laughs> those clips were awesome. So good. Every once in a while, there's a movie that comes out where like the stunts and behind the scenes are like cooler than the actual movie like Mad Max Fury Road. Like I could just watch those behind the scenes as many times as the movie. I guess one
4: because yeah, the won. movies are yeah one you're going into the yeah. real world to watch a movie that's cool hell yeah. yeah okay I'll take it. I don't care
2: all right you're fine not online and movies are back
5: I don't know if I would read this but it's of course it was Bill De Blasio and his wife Charlene <laughs> Charlene uh, McRae's um, article in the New York Times announcing that they are going to be dating outside the marriage they're not getting divorced but they are separating but they will continue to live together and it is. Incredible. Incredible. And what I would say, well, I'll just read some articles. For example, as a queer person, um Oh, there it is. Uh, well, you know you, you, know, put a you dollar. Know Whenever you read
4: say it. as a queer person, we gotta put a dollar in the jar. <laughs>
5: yeah, and then donate it to votesamerica.com slash fuckbands. <laughs> Charlene McCray was a lesbian before she got married to Bill de Blasio, and Bill de Blasio basically calls that out in the article. He's like, For the guy who took the chance at a woman who was an out lesbian and wrote an article called I Am a Lesbian, de Blasio said. There was a part of me that would sometimes say, "Hmm, is this like a time bomb ticket? Is this something that you're going to regret later on?" So I always live with this stuff.
4: That is a crazy thing uh, to say to the New to York Times. New <laughs>
5: York Times, baby. I, I loved every minute of this. I it was a baffling choice, but also I was like, okay, obviously they. It's like, oh, we both want to be dating, but then people are going to be like, oh, are you out here cheating on your spouse? Well, we'll let everyone know at once by going to the New York Times.
0: Three. Our interview.
5: Incredible. And also it does feel kind of queer because they do seem like they're still friends uh, based perhaps solely on the many beautifully shot photos of them holding <laughs> hands. And I guess what I liked about it is like this is something that, like if you saw like a couple of you do this online, you'd be like, OK, complicated. But hey, you do you whatever to go to the New York Times yeah. is to take an online sentiment, which I support and be like, I'm going to put this in the paper of note. Is so insane to me. Can you just like,
4: read Can you just read these three paragraphs? Yes. Yeah,
5: so here at the very end, they will continue to share the home for the time being. Ms McCray said for now, a photo of the couple in Times Square on New Year's Eve still greets visitors, which may come to include suitors. Oh. Ms McCray asked dryly if their phone numbers could be included in the newspaper. No. Can I put a picture from the gym in there? Mr. No. de Blasio asked He added that he was quote, not a believer in online dating.
0: Well, you will be soon, honey. Good uh-huh. luck. How did I not make it to the end of this? Wow.
5: <laughs> and they play a song called mango by a artist named, I think Camus. And it's basically like, I love you so much that whatever you need to be happy, I will be here and I support it. And I'm like, again, that's great. It's just, I've never had a kind of relationship where I'm like, we got to take it to the times and let them know that we're fucking outside the uh. relationship. <laughs> But I support it.
4: Albert
1: Camus made music. Yeah, you're right. When you're famous, you need a rollout strategy or else people just accuse you of cheating. Yes. But here's what I would have gone with an Instagram
5: When you when you and maybe maybe even a
1: carousel, (laughs) Carousel. you need multiple images. We, We
4: continue to love each other, but we're separated. Thank you. Thank you for your time.
5: And there's just like a lot of like lovely. Why folk. did they I, do that? I don't know.
4: Did they give a reason in the in the interview? They, they say I that mean, they had a conversation. Get, they said Quote, we want to get freaky. End quote. They said
5: we're both hungry for some strange. <laughs> oh, I'm not no. <laughs> sure they didn't, they didn't specify that. They said I after
4: mean, two I months ago. I thought that ago, was real. I thought that was real No, no.
2: I mean, <laughs> I mean, why did they go to the New York if Times? She, she why? Said, oh, no, no.
0: oh, yeah. She said, I just want to have fun. She said, adding Can as Mr. de Blasio turned to her. It's not that we haven't had fun. Thank you, honey, he said.
5: Every line. Barf, is, barf, <laughs> hey,
4: barf, barf, barf.
5: And I was like, these are obviously like, conversations that everyone has privately in their own, like, I hey, guess you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you've been together a long time. Hey, what do you want to do? That's fine. To take it to the times. I loved it. I thought it was chaotic in a really fun and interesting way.
0: During the three-hour interview, during which they cupped hands sporadically and once high-fived in agreement... <laughs>
5: Yeah, it's making
0: me long oh. for the Elliot Spitzer days. This is horrible.
5: Also, he dyed his hair, which they mention in the article. Oh, yeah. oh, but then this oh was, yeah, like too dark? Oh, yeah. oh,
0: very. Oh yeah. What? Uh,
5: he, I never anticipated ever doing anything with hair color. He said, "Of his now strikingly dark close crop."
0: Also, what did it for? Her, what the final straw for her? Seemed to be his presidential campaign, which was the, yeah, uh, yeah. You yeah, and the rest that's of America. Fair that's
4: yeah. that's yeah. fair enough. Nobody <laughs> wanted to fuck him after that.
0: <laughs> There's kids, right?
5: Yes, they're both grown though. They're both okay.
1: like that, in their 20s. That could 20s. be part of the situation too. Yeah,
5: there's, their, son,
1: their
2: son came to the office.
5: But isn't it weird to say we don't plan a divorce where it's like, well, what happens when one of you meets someone and then you want to get divorced? Then right, like, right, you're going right. to come back to the Times again. Right. Give an update. Hey, sorry. It turns out we are going to get divorced.
2: Wow. I loved it.
0: That was awesome. That's, That's great. Great. We did We did save yeah. the best for last.
5: Yeah. But, I mean, and, and, and thank you so much to the former first couple. Of,
1: of did your... he really say he's not going to do online dating?
5: Yes. I was like, of he's course you will. What bar? are you talking about? Exactly. Like what? What bar?
1: He's an inconspicuous guy. He's like six eight. Yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. I guess if you're in New York and you're single, God. have at it.
4: Hey, just like this, just keeps getting better. I'm going. You're going home with Bill De Blasio, and you walk into the door, and there's his wife. Yeah, he's still, still there. Lives with. Lovely to meet you. Uh, wow. Oh God, I'm reading this for the first time. It began
1: with an offhand remark. Why aren't you lovey dovey anymore, Mr. De Blasio? You asked his wife. Oh my
5: God. Yeah,
4: it's just some things are for the Times, some things are for (laughs) therapy. I
5: love to bring mess to the Times, and more people should be doing it.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hallie, it's a New York
2: Times article, so I feel like that's not too online. It's definitely the best thing anyone brought because between that and the the dinner take, this is the hardest I've laughed at. (laughs) That's certainly online.
0: That was a funny episode. I mean, if yeah. I do say so ourselves. I so. think we can. I hey, so. great.
4: Are we doing it after the show? Yeah, what, what, DVD? What, what, are we doing? what are we doing? We're, so, around, John, we're John. doing our own tomato meter. Tomato meter. I guess we put a, I guess, I guess we put tomorrow. Hallie at a
0: two. <laughs> is this certified? Yeah, is
4: this certified fucking fresh. <laughs> uh, Hallie's a two. Tommy's a four. John's a five. I'm a one. You're a five. You're yeah, the right. deadest of them
2: all. Yeah. John Lovett interviewed presidential candidate Chris Christen. Oh,
5: Yeah. Remember that?
2: Yeah. I thought it was awesome. I texted John while I was listening to it, and I said, this is great. And he said, it was stressful as fuck. John, why was it stressful as fuck?
4: I just want to make sure that if we're going to have Chris Christie on, it's like worthy of people's time. And it's A, not just a place where he can say whatever he wants, but also B, like we're not just doing it to have a, like a old school cable news style fight. And so I just wanted to make sure that we figured out like, what are we actually trying to ask this person? What am I actually interested in? Why do, what is the value of actually talking to him? And I do think like, you know, there are places where I really wish I'd like push back and like, you know, there's always going to be that. But like in hindsight, we're like, oh, I should have like jumped in there. I shouldn't have let that go to get to the next thing. But all in all, like, I think we spent a lot of time talking about what Republicans think and why they do what they do. And once in a while, probably good to direct that at an actual Republican in the flesh, which is why ultimately I thought it was worth doing.
5: Did you know while recording it that you guys had a chemistry that leapt off the screen? Mm, it was very
4: sexual. It was, it was, the, sexual. It was flirtatious cut at times. Cut the tension with a knife. Yeah. Uh, uh, look, just two tri-state area boys right. who, who love pizza in America, you mm-hmm. know? And uh, that's what it
1: was. Was there any suggestion of like getting together later for drinks to
4: chat? Uh, where, where, well, that, by me pens, and he, the said the said no. he said no. He said no. He said, no, no, we're going to leave this here. I'm not interested in that. <laughs> he would be a funny like i'd love to get
1: him off the record and hear some stories you know he's got some hilarious stuff yeah
4: right after i did like make some he's i made some joke about the fact that he like that he'd hit some traffic and i was like probably could have used an extra tunnel into new york and he's like well it's not just one tunnel you don't know the project and then we kind of got into it for one second off which i was appreciative uh but
5: uh yeah would you have my pants on What do do we have Mike
4: Pence on? Yeah. So so boring. boring. This is a future
2: question that I have here, Hallie, is would you have any other Republicans on? And I would love to have Mike Pence on (laughs) just because of how you went in on Christie for like, how'd you square that? Like, how, how do you square your comments now with them? And then just doing that to Pence, who is way less quick on his feet and way deeper in to the shit than Christie was.
1: Pence is just a talking point machine, though. I'll just be like, well, the Constitution, my like he just won't say anything.
4: I think the standard has to be like, do we think there's like a possibility of like a good faith discussion of some kind? I think that's actually like one of the challenges of the Trump era is once you've agreed to go along with Trump, you've sort of given up any credibility or sense that you can have an honest conversation because you've sold your soul. So that's why I think we would never have real Trump, people on and it's hard to figure out the Venn diagram of people who disagree enough that it's like a worthy like debate, but the people who aren't so far gone that you're talking to like just sort of sellouts who have no scruples.
0: Yeah, I think it's a question of what is the purpose and the effect of having the person on, right? Like platforming gets thrown around as a word and I, th- I think sometimes we don't like define it well enough. And it's like, I don't know that if we had Mike Pence on, that would generate any Mike Pence supporters. Not
4: one <laughs> right? person. So
0: like I am not afraid not that having Mike Pence on to be Pods of America listeners being like, you know what? I kinda like Mike Pence. I should You say that. I, should, I don't know. You say I that. should suddenly support Mike Pence for president. But I do think that said, like you should have a purpose of having the person on. Right. And I think that love it, you went into that interview with Our purpose, which is, okay, great that Chris Christie is trying to defeat Trump now, but, like, how did he do that 180, right? And, like, shouldn't he have to answer for all the shit that he did before? And and what was he thinking? And what was the decision-making process? So there was, like, a value to that, I think. And I think if you go into one of these interviews with that in mind and not just, like, oh, I'm talking to a Republican because I'm talking to a Republican, then it could be worthwhile. I think the other thing we learned from some of our candidate interviews
1: in 2020 was – if you use the opportunity to ask them about things they don't often get asked about, sometimes you can elicit new information and in something interesting. Yes. I still don't think Mike Pence is going to say anything interesting, but right. like I could imagine talking to Nikki Haley trying to press her on foreign policy in ways that like the other press corps just finds boring so they don't.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So are there Republicans you think that are out there? Like are we softening the ground for Tim Scott with with that bet? or
0: I mean, part of it is like I think that the Lovett and Christie thing was a perfect mix of he is a Republican that we'd feel comfortable having on because he's out there trying to destroy Trump. And also, he seemed desperate enough to want to be on Pod Save America. <laughs>
5: yeah, and also, there's no so like, conceivable way he will be president. So they right, sort yeah. of like, okay, good. Like, even if somehow one person was like, I will vote for Chris Christie, it's not going to happen.
0: Like, look, if Tim Scott wanted to come on, I would want to sit here and grill him for 30 minutes on, like, how could you have responded to this indictment by saying that like there's a two-tiered system of justice and they're just after Trump and blah 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 like did, you were in the Capitol that day like what are you what the fuck are you talking about like I would love
1: to go in on that he's also like I'm the kinder gentler version of the GOP guy and he's also just demagoguing the hell out of gay people and trans people all day long he's saying things that are just as vicious about men and women playing sports together I mean he's just you know
0: yeah how is that like love thy neighbor as thyself right Yeah, I would love to ask those questions yeah
4: I also think like one other sort of meta reason that it's worth considering having people like that on is all the concern around platforming. It's like the goal isn't to build like a magnificent, delicate information cathedral that you don't touch. It's like you have to try to get people to go inside. And the right doesn't give a fuck about any of this. They'll talk to anybody like Joe Rogan will talk to anybody. Ben Shapiro will talk to anybody. And they spend a lot less time worrying about who they're going to platform or not, in part because they have fewer scruples. But that does leave a lot more room to think about, like, what's interesting? What makes this an exciting debate for people to listen to? What makes this contentiousness worth clicking on? And I think we would do well on our side to think a little bit more about, like, how do we keep people engaged and thinking, like, this is the center of the debate. This is where people have to come for good and for ill. Also,
1: if you don't want to listen, don't fucking listen.
4: Yeah, it's fine. It's a podcast. Delete it.
2: This is from, great name, Chief Iglesias Interpreter. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, uh, boy.
2: <laughs> they want to know, I'm turning 30 soon, and I've been thinking a lot about aging and what it does to a person. Shut the fuck up. Well, I enjoy oh these God. days better in my early 20s. I can't deny that I tire more easily, get aches here and there, and know it's only going to get worse as I become older, with the Pod Save team mostly hitting their 40s. I oh, was wow. wondering what you all do to stay youthful. Um. Oh. Uh, Drink a I, uh, I have
5: like a cyanide capsule in my t- <laughs> in the back of my tooth and every day I'm like I'm I am like i i can not if I it's there if I need it. <laughs> it's there if I need it. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> so that's one idea. That's good, um,
0: can't top that. Can't top that. Wow. Well. If you don't exercise,
2: you know, eat, eat healthy. Don't go to restaurants. I don't go to restaurants. Yeah, uh, I'm,
0: not,
1: I'm not giving this trolling question a real response. Shut up about your 30s. It's going to be great. 30s are great. 30s, are great.
0: 30s are great. I never felt better in my 30s. Yeah, I
4: actually think. Um,
0: I, I'd give anything to be 30 again.
4: Oh. All right. I actually think uh, 20s, 20s to 30s is like a lot of like brain changing. 30 to 40, you really just, your body does begin to really fall apart. If you think you're aching now, just wait. No, for me, it was 40.
5: Whew. It's well, kind of like a fun really game, though, you to like, recalibrate once you realize, like, oh, no, if I do something wrong, then I wake up at 2 in the morning. You kind of have to make have fun with it, or else it will make you go insane. Actually, you
0: know what helps? Z-biotics.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. like, am I dying, or did I have a snack too late? Yeah, that's a real
0: issue. <laughs> Sleep. Sleep's important. <laughs> which you won't be able to do. Which you won't be able to do.
4: That'll wrap up the advice column. That'll wrap <laughs> up Terminally Online. What a note to leave on. <laughs> God damn it, Elijah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Learn how to You're sequence g- a fucking show. You'll never be able to sleep again. You want some advice on that?
2: Yeah, what kind of, <laughs> yeah, I got advice for Elijah after we're <laughs> yeah, done. Is, go ahead, go ahead. Give, give the advice because Cameron could use it. How <laughs> to improve right. the podcast this is what the people want. You all right. It's the red yeah. table. Good stuff. Thanks for listening to Terminal Live. We'll see you all next week. <laughs>